This episode of Voices of the Elephant is brought to you by SiteGround. Welcome to the Voices of the Elephant podcast. Each episode of Voices of the Elephant brings you an interview with a member of the PHP community. From project leaders to user group organizers, we talk to the people that are helping make the PHP community special. Welcome to another episode of Voices of the Elephant. My name is Cal Evans. I'm your host, and this is part of a special series that's the run-up to ZenCon 2017, and I have as my special guest, my friend, Mr. Matthew Weirofinnick, the Supreme Allied Commander of Zen Frameworks. Salute. Say hello to everybody, Matthew. Hello, everybody. Now, Matthew, you're speaking at ZenCon, and if I could find my notes... We would talk about what you're speaking about. There we go. <laughs> um, you're speaking at ZenCon, and of course, uh, one of the things you're going to be talking about is Zen Framework. But before we get into your talks, let's talk a little bit about Zen Framework. I know you've been doing a lot of work on Zen Framework lately. You even um, you either pushed some code I wrote, or you rewrote some code I wrote and pushed that. I don't really care. It works. So, but um, a little bit about do what. A little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> I figured. Um, but you've been doing an awful lot of work with Zen Framework, and you've been pushing the community uh, pretty hard. You've got a newsletter uh, up and running now and all that. Talk to us about the state of Zen Framework and the community. Where are we now, and what do you see coming down the pipe? We've been doing a huge push this year to try and uh, basically rejuvenate and um, breathe a little life into the community. And uh, those efforts have, uh, I think, really been paying off. Uh, they've included a ton of things. We uh, set up a Slack uh, group for uh, Zen Framework, and of course, that's an umbrella Slack for Epidility and Expressive as well. Uh, we're getting a whole lot of chatter in there, a lot of people uh, communicating, sharing problems, uh, sharing solutions, which is even better, uh, and having uh, just generally productive discussions. Uh, the other thing we uh, started doing was a newsletter. I mentioned that uh, we do that. I try and do it weekly. Uh, sometimes that uh, varies and it goes two or three weeks. I had pneumonia um, this oh, past no. month, and so we went about three weeks without a, uh, an update there just because I, I couldn't uh, really sit at the computer for more than a few minutes at a time. Uh, but uh, that's been really fun because I get to share the blog posts that we do uh, as uh, my, my team does, but also uh, blog posts that I'm finding within the community and uh, release uh, releases and you know what's interesting about this is uh, so that it's not just looking at a change log that can say oh wow that looks like something I want to use. I uh, yeah. give uh, information on the uh, RFCs that we have for the framework and the various projects uh, so that people can uh, know what's in the pipeline and uh, see what they might be interested in start commenting or using code that we're working on. Uh, things about conferences, uh, if there are sessions about Zen Framework, Expressive, or App Agility coming up. We note those. We also let people know what calls for papers are out so that we can get people talking about these subjects. Uh, so that's been really fun uh, to be putting together every week, and uh, really uh, great to see a lot of activity, especially once the summer ended. Uh, it just seems like we were having a ton of articles uh, coming out, which is fun. Uh, yeah. Uh <clears throat> Somebody else that does a good job of that is uh, Gary Hawking over in the PHP yeah. Storm uh, monthly newsletter. 
he breaks down a lot of the blog posts by the frameworks. And I've been noticing, I've not been keeping tally, but I've been noticing that over the past about six months that Zen Framework has had a very respectable showing in that, um, in that newsletter. Right. Well, and that's uh, in part two, though, another part of this initiative is that we've been trying to um, blog about our components and about uh, patterns you can use with Expressive over the past year. Uh, for a while there, we were actually doing uh, two posts a week, which was a crazy amount. But the, the cool part is that we were able to extract these into two ebooks that we're going to be releasing soon. Uh, one oh, is wow. in framework three components uh, ebook and another one an Expressive cookbook ebook. Uh, so you can uh, keep an eye out for those in the future. And it's uh, really fun because we can, with the components especially, we were trying to show how people can use these standalone and integrate them within their existing you know, framework. You know, if they're using Laravel, if they're using Symfony, if they're using uh, something else, they can actually go and use these components and drop them in and use them for things like validation, escaping, that sort of thing. Uh, and uh, that's what we were really hoping to get across is that Zen Framework isn't just a, a big monolithic MVC framework. It's actually all these components that people can use anywhere. Uh, so we, that, that's, that's uh, very cool. It, it's been really fun. So, um, yeah, so that's uh, one of the big pieces too, is just trying to get that content out there and uh, demonstrate to the world that uh, Zen Framework is uh, not only alive and kicking, but maybe useful for any project you're using. Yeah. Now you say you got two books coming out. Um, what what imprint or what, who's publishing those? Uh, we're actually doing them uh, through Rogue Wave, uh, so our you know our parent company here. Oh, and, nice. Um, they're uh, we're not entirely sure of the details on how they're going to be released. Uh, uh, but most likely they will be free with uh, some sort of registration, so that we can contact you. Uh, so, um, because we want to know what people are building. Well, we, you know, we want to know what people are building and what they're interested in so that we can then ensure that we're writing code that you'll actually find useful. Uh, yeah. So that's the, the main point there. I, I, that sounds very cool. Um, now, you are speaking at ZenCon, transitioning to the ZenCon portion of the show. You're speaking at ZenCon, uh -huh. and you're, you're actually doing two talks. Uh, yeah. Let me find my note. Tell me the talks. I'm doing a, a session on uh, Wednesday uh, called so There's a Middleware for That. And then mm -hmm. I'm doing a keynote. Uh, no, actually, I guess that's on Tuesday. And then a keynote on Wednesday uh, called The Middleware Express. Oh, play in the big room. Now, yeah. You've keynoted at ZenCon before, though, right? No. Oh, this is your first time? My first time yeah, my first time keynoting at ZenCon. Well, then let's talk a little bit about that. Now, um, you're, you're talking about middleware. I assume you're going to talk about um, middleware and using Expressive for that middleware, correct? Uh, yes, yeah, so it'll be the main thrust is uh, you know, demonstrating this with Expressive. Uh, the nice part, though, is with middleware, really the, anything I'm talking about will apply to any middleware framework you're using, whether it's Expressive or Slim or Lumen or some of those others. So um, that's the idea is that I want people to have a takeaway here that <clears throat> just because you know, I'm writing Expressive, uh, demonstrating Expressive, doesn't mean you can't go and use this code in whatever project you're using. Yeah. Uh, very cool. Um, now, your other talk is similar, but it's um, it, it's not a keynote. I assume the the other talk is much more technical. Yeah. So the the keynote is going to be very high level overview of you know what is middleware, why is it important to the PHP ecosystem and even enterprise software. The other talk, uh, there's a middleware for that. It's going to be going more into the details of I'm writing an application. 
and now suddenly I find I need to add authentication to it, or I need to be able to deliver this API using uh, HAL format, or I need to provide problem details, or I need to uh, do any of a number of different common things that might come in as uh, requirements after the fact, right? Mm -hmm. Middleware makes those things really easy, and there's a ton of middleware that already exists out there. You know, we're writing some uh, for the Expressive Project, but uh, we're not the only project out there. And uh, so I'm going to be saying, okay, you need to do this, and I'm going to say, okay, well, here's this middleware, and here's how you might compose it into your pipeline. Um, and just demonstrating how you might do those and how you might build up some complex workflows with some of these things over the course of the hour. Very cool. Hey, I want to talk to you a little bit about that, but before we do that, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, SiteGround. See, every website needs hosting, but not all hosts are created the same. If you're looking for a solid and secure host for your website, web application, or web store, check out SiteGround. They're rock-solid technical people. They're easy to work with when it comes to support, but most importantly, they're fun people to hang around. Now, if you run into them at a WordCamp or at a PHP conference, stop by and talk to them. You'll see what I mean. Most importantly, though, when you're ready to select the host for your next web app, check them out. You can find more information about SiteGround at SiteGround.com, and make sure you tell them that Cal sent you. Okay, Matthew. Now, I don't want this to be all about just um, your, your ZenCon talks. I, I always like people to be able to take away something from it that they can use. So um, from your middleware talk, give us, give us one thing that you'll be covering that people can, can start thinking about and start playing with. Right. So uh, you know, one of the things that middleware is often used for, because it's in, developed with uh, micro frameworks in mind quite often, is for APIs. And so people, you know, like using these nice expressive uh, languages, you know, app get such and such path and, you know, use this particular uh, middleware. So one of the things that, you know, I find when I'm writing uh, middleware, uh, when I'm writing APIs is, of course, I want to make sure I return something reasonable that they, and they can use something predictable, something that's a format that they can read and understand the structure. And uh, the one I typically like is hypermedia application language. Uh, it's what we've been using for App Agility. I think it's a simple format to understand. It's relatively easy to write, very easy to comprehend. I want to be able to return a how response somehow from my API. And not only that, I want to be able to alter uh, whether I return JSON or XML based on what the client accepts. And so mm -hmm. I'm going to demonstrate dropping in uh, something that we've been working on, Zen Expressive How, where you can uh, compose this factory into your middleware and pass it the, the data you want to render, and it will go and create a how response in whichever format the client accepts. Uh, so I'm going to demonstrate how you can do that very quickly. Uh, that's very cool. Uh, I think my favorite, and I've only written one API that I actually use middleware in, but my favorite um, use of middleware was I had a kill switch for my API. So I could, in my case, since the API, I controlled the server that I was running it on, I could place a file on the server, and the very first middleware that was, was checked was look for this file. If this file exists, just stop. That's it. Bail uh -huh. on it. And that way the API could not run if they, you know, because there are times in that particular instance where I needed to be able to shut everything down immediately, but I didn't want to shut the web server down. So I just, right. you know, 
put a flag on there and uh, it worked absolutely beautifully and and that one I think I ended up chaining um, I want to say five middlewares together and and mm -hmm. it, everything just worked beautifully it, it worked the way it was advertised that's I mean that's really the promise of middleware it's exactly that sort of thing I need to change the workflow of this application and I can just drop something in there into what already exists I don't have to change any code just drop this middleware into my pipeline and I'm done I love that yeah. Um, hey, since we're talking about talking, let me ask you this. You, you're doing a technical talk and a non-technical talk. How is it different preparing? How is, it, how is your workflow different preparing for a technical talk versus a non-technical talk? So with a technical talk, I am trying to you know, figure out what is the, the problem I want them to uh, understand at the outset and then the narrative of how I get to a solution. Uh, and mm -hmm. demonstrating uh, the, the various pieces I do in order to get to that solution so that they have something they can take away and potentially use when they get done with the talk. Uh, with a keynote, it's a very different thing because I'm realizing I need to, you know, when I, I started off with this, I kind of created you know, my puke draft of what am I, what is important about middleware, you know, what, where did I get to middleware in the first place in my development career, what has it enabled me to do, that sort of thing, uh, so that I can figure out what are the themes and then from those, I have to start developing a narrative around those themes and the, the, the ideas I want to, to get across versus a uh, problem I want to solve. And so it's a, it's a really interesting thing. It's a very much more um, story-oriented. And mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm going to have a, you know, one or two slides that might have you know, a little bit of code on them. But for the most part, it's going to be you know, the themes that I'm going to be putting up on the slides. And it's uh, definitely a, a different undertaking. It's uh, a more storytelling versus um, uh, problem solving. Well, very cool. Um, yeah, I, in my experience, uh, I find that the keynotes are much harder to prepare for. I end up doing a lot more preparation and uh, practicing than I do for a technical talk. Technical talk, the hard thing for me is writing the code. Once the code's written, everything else kind of falls into place. But keynotes are just a different beast totally. So. Well, I want to thank you for joining us. Hey, the one question I want to ask, I've got um, three questions, but the one question I want to ask you about ZenCon before I let you go is what uh, what session are you looking forward to seeing? Uh, definitely off the top of my head is uh, Zeb's keynote on the very first day. Uh, he's, for those who don't know, Zeb is my direct boss uh, and uh, he has been for uh, what, oops, nine or ten years now. Um, wow. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, I celebrated 12 years at Zend on Tuesday. It's crazy. Um, but, uh, anyway, he's been talking to me a little bit about this, and uh, he's going to be showing some stuff uh, from the time that they developed uh, what became PHP 3 uh, all the way up to you know the, the latest bleeding-edge stuff. And uh, what's crazy is that uh, he's got code that works across. And it's really fun to see uh, the changes uh, in the PHP runtime over that a period of time and how they affect uh, this code that he's going to be demonstrating. It's, it's really cool. So I'm really uh, excited to see how it all pulls together in the end for his keynote. Very cool. Well, I can't wait to see it. Um, I enjoy listening to, to Zev. His talk's always very interesting to me. Hey, uh, same standard two questions we ask everybody on Voices of the Elephant. What's your local user group and what's the URL? Uh, local user group is uh, uh, Sioux Falls Developer Group. It's uh, Polyglot Loop. 
group, and the URL is meetup.com slash sfdevs, all one word. Very cool. We'll throw a link to that in the show notes. Matthew, I want to thank you for taking the time to be with us here on Voices of the Elephant. Thank you for everything that you've done over the years for both me personally, from fixing live code or code in production, sitting at a conference, to uh, just all the little things you've done for for me, and everything that you've done for the community. You've contributed so much. So we want to say thank you for that. Thank you for the kind words. Hey, thank you all for joining us here today on Voices of the Elephant. Don't forget to go out on iTunes or Google Play and leave us a rating and a review. We love to hear from you. And we will see you right here next week on Voices of the Elephant. Thanks for listening to Voices of the Elephant. Voices of the Elephant is copyright EICC Incorporated and released under a Creative Commons attribution, no derivatives, share and share alike license. To nominate someone to be a guest on Voices of the Elephant, visit our website and click on the nominate link. The URL is voicesoftheelephant.com. Elephant is of course spelled E-L-E-P-H-P-A-N-T.